0: Welcome to this week's episode of Moat 9. That's M O A T, the number 9. I don't know if you've had a long week or about to have a long week, just finishing up a long week, in the middle of a long week, whatever the case may be. The show's finding here. Let's get into it. Real quick, shout out to my boy over at Taco Avocat here in El Paso. Also my boy. At Coffee Box here in El Paso. Not official sponsors, but they have each contributed in their own way to the show. Thank you guys very much. And for the intro music that I have now been starting to use, this one is called Phrase Prant by Josh Pan on YouTube. Check them out. Let's get into the episode, but real quick, you're probably wondering, I want to start my own podcast. How do I do that? Well, funny you should ask. <clears throat> Alrighty, my little mutants, episode 48 of Mo 9, M-O-A-T, the number 9, you know how we do. Um, Disclaimer, I tend to throw out a lot of disclaimers, I, I try to excuse my shitty behavior with you guys, I apologize whenever I feel I need to, and even sometimes when I don't necessarily feel like I need to. Anyway. Let's see, where should I start with the disclaimers? One, I just finished eating. It's late at night, night before release, recording late. That's why I haven't been promoting it like I should. I really need to start recording, like on Saturday and Sunday, Saturday or Sunday, so that I can promote it Monday and Tuesday, and then it's out on Wednesday. Like, I'm going to... It's... I don't know. Anyway. Um... So, yeah, recording late. So, apologize for that. Um, eating right before. So, I don't know. I might burp or something. And then, on top of that, I just got back. I'm eating late because I got back home late. Went out and hung out with. Um, it's. The daughter of a very close friend of mine, I, for the longest time, didn't think I would have my own kids, and so I kind of latched on to my friend's kids, you know, I kind of took, I was like the surrogate uncle, kind of, for a lot of them, and this was the oldest of those, which now she's like 25, and so got to experience going out and get some Late lunch and then go somewhere and have a couple of beers and catch up and stuff like that. So that turned into a bit of a party. Not really. We just had a few drinks, but that was cool. Catching up with her. Get some advice on how to raise daughters since I'm starting late. Um, anyway, that was my day. Got home late. Eating had to record. Can't leave you guys without an episode, can I? Especially since we're in the tail end of season one. What? Guys, I can't tell you how excited I am for that. That's so cool. I'm proud of it. I hope you guys are proud of me. I hope you guys enjoy season one. <clears throat> um, Let's see. What else? That's pretty much it for disclaimers. Let's jump right into it. All right, so um instagram stuff that's 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 kind of our thing let's start with the instagram stuff i uh, just clicked the wrong button let's do that go to saved <coughs> pardon me oh wow i have a lot still saved and that is because i didn't erase the ones from last week so we talked about that we talked about that <laughs> the Batman and Catwoman thing. Um. I don't remember if we talked about this one. I'm going to touch on. Yeah, we did. Because the, the, there's the, the one for the sequel for. Nobody. And then. Oof. I don't remember if we talked about that one. Ugh. My apologies. I got a shitty memory, guys. Like, it's really bad. I apologize. Um, so, I can't remember if we discussed this one or not. I want to say we didn't. I'm pretty sure we didn't, so I'm going to just go ahead and start there. And then the rest of these, for sure, we did not discuss last week. So, we can touch on those. And there's a few of them, actually. I'll try to keep it short. but I always say that and I end up lying so (laughs) Uh, I'm so weird alright so starting off with the real underscore ggn on instagram shows the flash set photos reveal first look at Michael Keaton and Supergirl um it looks like we are definitely getting some multiverse action in the DC side of comic book movies with Michael Keaton on the set of The Flash. Uh, They show, of course, like I said, um, pictures of Supergirl. Um, I don't know who the actress is. I should have looked it up so that I had the name, but apparently I didn't. I don't know who she is. I haven't heard the name. I don't. Her face doesn't look familiar. I don't know who she is. At first, when I heard about this, I'm like, "Supergirl!" Like, we haven't even in the, at least in this iteration of the DC universe, we haven't even introduced the permanent, or maybe not permanent, but the 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 contemporary that this version of the Green Lantern, who's a pretty big part of the Justice League and stuff, but you're gonna bring in Supergirl. Um, they vaguely introduced. Martian Manhunter, and that was on the Zack Snyder cut, not even in the original one, so... I don't have anything against Supergirl, but I'm just like... At first, I was like, ah, like we need some other stuff before we bring in Supergirl. But... This is, like I said, the multiverse version... Uh, or not version, but this is a multiverse movie if they're bringing in Michael Keaton, so... I guess it kind of makes sense. They could spin it off and get then now launch her, you know, little run of solo movies or whatever. So whatevs. It shows um, the Flash in the suit. Uh, presumably, he's starting to do criminal justice work. So maybe that's what that's what's going on there. They show Michael Keaton in just a regular suit with his white hair. So maybe he's supposed to be the older Bruce Wayne. It's, it should shape up to be pretty cool. Just hopefully they have decent writing. Um, so we'll see where that heads. I'm interested. If the rumors are correct. If it seems like what they're supposedly doing. They're supposed to be like the, the movie version of the Flashpoint storyline. Which I always found super interesting. So we'll see. We'll have to see where they head with this. And in... in uh, my motto for Marvel is the Marvel we trust." I don't know if we quite trust in DC yet, but hey, we gotta give them benefit of the doubt, right? Uh, moving on, underscore the mighty Miles underscore. That's Miles with a Y. Um, he had the official trailer. I believe this is the first official trailer. The one previously was a teaser. If I'm not mistaken, this is for G.I. Joe Origins Snake Eyes. Um, I'm gonna open it up real quick and kind of scroll through, fast forward a little bit. It's um, uh, like I keep saying, I have an issue with like if if they're doing kind of a reboot thing, okay, if they're trying to continue. The previous movies, which I don't think they are, um, Snake Eyes took a vow of silence, so I hope they kind of dive into that, correct that, kind of establish that this is a reboot, so the previous thing about his vow of silence no longer applies. And it's such a tiny little thing to be obsessing over, but that's part of what makes me the geek that I am. Um but overall i gotta say it i'm i think i mentioned that before that i'm'm I'm, i was a pretty big fan of like ninja movies back in the 80s 90s more 80s probably so at the very least it l- seems to be a pretty decent ninja movie so i'll give it a shot um maybe by the maybe the fact that i had such low expectations for it maybe it'll blow my mind i don't know we'll have to see but The official trailer is out if you guys haven't seen it already. Moving on. MCU.base, B-A-S-E, uh, on Instagram has Echo. Vincent D'Onofrio will will be returning as Kingpin in upcoming Hawkeye spinoff, Echo. That is pretty freaking cool to me. Because... What have we had a live-action Kingpin yet? Oh, didn't Michael Clark Duncan supposedly play Kingpin in like Daredevil or some shit? I I don't know, but I I think Vincent D'Onofrio um, as Kingpin is one of the better villain castings I've seen in a while. Um people will say, you know, um uh, Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. I'm not I like the movie. It's good. I'm not as big a fan as most people. Um even as much as I enjoyed uh, not I was gonna say Reaver Phoenix, Jesus Christ, um Heath Ledger as the Joker <sighs> I don't feel that The Joker has truly been encompassed well. I think the best is the animated, the Mark Hamill version of the Joker. And I actually like Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Like, I think his take on the Joker was pretty spot on. Um, Heath Ledger's just didn't, I don't know, he didn't seem... I don't know, like the, when I think of the Joker, I think of the the clown prince, like the, the the super goofy, but still very psychotic villain, and I think, like I said, the Mark Hamill one is probably the best, but that's the animated, so live action, I think, anyway, Vincent D'Onofrio, I think is one of the better castings for villains in comic book movies, um, that actually would be a pretty good top 10. I should do that. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to put that on my notes for a future episode. Top 10 comic book movie villain casting. That's a long ass title for... <laughs> um, I mean, shit, if we want to get into hero castings... Pff, as much as I'm not that I'm not that big of a fan of the character, but I don't think anybody can really make an argument that Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark is probably arguably the best hero castings in a comic book movie ever. Um, I can't think of another one off the top of my head. Um, what's his face? Henry Cavill as Clark. Slash Superman was pretty decent. Um, uh, What's his face? Mark Ruffalo was definitely a better casting than Ed Edward Norton as Bruce Banner. Chris Hemsworth as Thor is actually really decent. I don't know, man. The Heroes one I think is a a tougher top ten to put together just because there's so many good ones. But anyway, I digress. I'm ranting. Um, I'm excited for that. I like to, I want to see Mr. D'Onofrio. I don't know if this, again, the problem with the Instagram stuff is, uh, I don't know if this is actual breaking news or just rumors. Um, you got to consider the source and I don't know much about MCU.base. So we'll have to see. Moving on movies underscore of movies of the future with underscores in between. Movies of the future on Instagram um, saying Spielberg signs a deal with Netflix for new movies. Uh, let's see if it says in the caption. Uh, Steven Spielberg's production company Amblin Entertainment has signed a deal with Netflix to produce multiple movies for the streaming service with legendary filmmakers like Martin Scorsese. And now Spielberg teaming up with Netflix. It just shows how quickly Hollywood is changing to the times. Usually Amblin works with Universal Pictures with... With films such as Jurassic World, Men in Black, Green Book, and 19, I'm sorry, 1917, do you think we could see Spielberg direct a Netflix movie soon? Well, I mean, presumably that's the idea. Well, I mean, he signs a deal with Netflix for new movies. He could be producing, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, like it seems to be heading in the, that, that direction. I think COVID especially kind of shot theater movies in the face a little bit and money apparently is to be made on releasing movies streaming so it might be a it's i think gonna be a pretty big shift but it's not gonna be felt as a big shift but um yeah man i think i think going to the movie theaters is gonna not fall by the wayside not the way that renting dvds and vhs at the blockbuster did but There's definitely a shift, and it's going to be interesting to see where it heads. So, there's that. Uh, Again, with MCU.base, B-A-S-E. Um, And in an interview, Kevin Feige revealed more MCU characters will get their own prequel movies in future projects. That's kind of a no-brainer. Like I keep saying, I'm a little oversaturated with the comic book movies, but I'm still watching them. I think giving a bunch of prequel movies away, uh, like, do we want to see necessarily see a Mantis prequel? Do we want to see even a Star-Lord prequel? And I'm going to, I'm saying this based on um, the picture that they have here to go along with the, the caption or whatever. So, I don't know, Rocket, Rocket might actually be kind of fun. But yeah, I don't know if I don't know if we need that. Much. There's so many stories for them left to tell, man. If, if they're gonna end up doing Secret War, I believe Secret Wars is supposed to be a a show on Netflix, not a full on movie. But um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm gonna end up watching them if they release them. So I should just shut up. Uh, updates.in.cinema cinema has released. Well, I'm sure it's all over the place, but this is where I saw the first trailer for The Harder They Fall. Uh, From Netflix Film, tip your hat to this all-star cast. Jonathan Majors, Idris Elba, Zazie Beetz, Regina King, Lakeith Stanfield, Delroy Lindo. And I'm not going to say the rest of them. You get the point. Star-studded cast. Um, Mostly black actors um, doing a straight-up, what seems to be a straight-up Western it seems a little too action y for my taste for what's supposed to be a Western. The music that they have playing is. I don't know music well enough, I guess, but I want to say like funk driven. So I think it's supposed to be. I don't want to say pandering, but it's. It's. Kind of. Ha- it has that feel to it. Um, I don't know if I'm really excited to see it. It looks all right. I'll probably, I'm going to end up watching it anyway, but I'm not too excited for it. It it looks okay. Go check it out. The harder they fall, go check out the trailer. See what you guys think. Um, uh, moving on. Rotten Tomatoes has, oh, John Lithgow is returning to Dexter. The Trinity killer will make a short but decisive appearance in the upcoming revival. That's gonna be some kind of a flashback, or the way that Dexter used to talk to his dad type thing. But um, I liked J- I liked John Lithgow to begin with, but him as the Trinity was one of my favorite characters. Uh, I, I'm just not looking forward to a revival of Dexter like they finished the show and. Now they're bringing, I don't know, they better They better do some damn good writing because I was just content with the way they left it, like it is what it is, and we can argue about the meaning of the ending and if it was any good or not, but like I said, I ended up watching El Camino, for the for the true, the continuation finale of Breaking Bad, so I'm going to watch this, but I think they could have left it alone. Anywho, moving on. TV Movie Land on Instagram has... Mary J. got a documentary out on Amazon. Mary, for those of you old enough, uh, Mary J. Blige has her own documentary. I've always been a fan. Not super fan, but I like her music. She's heavy and I would love... I listened to a lot of hip-hop. And she was just deeply rooted in the culture, even though she was more R&B. But um, I'm definitely going to check that out for those old heads out there that know who Mary J. Blige is. Go check that out. <laughs> this one I saved just because I thought it was... I thought it was a kind of a joke at first, but apparently, Regal Movies on Instagram is reporting adventure has never been bigger. Clifford the Big Red Dog. Only in theaters September 17th. Again, for those of you old enough, or I don't know if they continued making the books, or if they were popular enough for more current generations, but Clifford the Big Wreck Dog was a big thing when I was younger. Um, yeah, so I haven't seen the actual trailer, so... I don't know if it's a full-on trailer or a teaser at this point, though, but for those of you with kiddos, that might be fun to watch. Uh... Second to last one here. under The Mighty Miles underscore before and after. The Mighty Miles has rumor. Grand Theft Auto 6. Gaming news. Grand Theft Auto 6 is reportedly rumored to be released sometime in the year 2025. And could be set in a modern day version of the Vice City map. the I don't know if somebody put this picture together. Or if this is an actual promotion. But they have... Apparently, a teen wolf-looking dude for some reason, and a tank crushing a car and a fighter. I I don't know if this is actually supposed to be part of, like I said, official promotion, but that looks crazy as hell. Um, and then he also shared, I guess, a tweet from discussing film at discussing film on Twitter. GTA 6 will reportedly launch in 2025. It is rumored to be. It's basically the same thing. So. I guess he's sharing his source. Um I loved playing Grand Theft Auto 5. Like I actually pride myself in saying that I completed GTA five a hundred percent, which was a task. But um that's probably I've I've been wanting to play a I guess I don't want to say a standalone game, but just a straight up video game rather than the online stuff. I play the shit out of Apex Legends and Rocket League, but to just play a game, I, I know the GTAs now have the online stuff, but playing just like a straight up video game that you turn on, play, and then shut off and then without playing against someone online, I've been wanting something like that, and it's kind of a bummer though, 2025, that's like three and a half, four years from now, uh, but I'm sure it'll be crazy, anywho. Last one, TV Movie Land uh, shares that John Wick 4 Scott Adkins in negotiation negotiations to join cast. Mm, Danny Yen, Rina Sawayama, and Shamir Anderson are also on board. Chad Stahalski returns as director. It hits theaters May twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. So that is less than a year um i don't know man they're they're kind of putting this together like it's gonna be the biggest john wick yet and eh, i don't know for those of you that are super john wick fans i guess there you go some exciting news for you i'm not that keen on it but anywho um uh, moving on i'm gonna save loki obviously for last that's probably the biggest one that i have to discuss but um the only thing that I really watched um, movie wise was I finally I've been on a kick lately of watching older movies that I should have seen by now and then giving you my review on that. And this week is going to be no different because I went back and watched finally Blade Runner 2049. Um, I, I, I seem to remember saying this story previously, but I'm going to share it again for those of you that haven't listened to that other episode, shame on you. Um, (laughs) uh, I remember watching the original or starting to watch the original Blade Runner when I was, I want to say pre high school. I was probably in elementary or Um, middle school, probably elementary when I uh, gave the original Blade Runner a shot and I couldn't sit through it, man. It was just, so I guess you could say story driven or dialogue driven that and that's not to say that it was bad because I was young and couldn't keep up because there was other movies that I watched as a kid that were very much maybe even not necessarily kid friendly but were very story driven dialogue driven and I still managed to watch those and enjoyed a lot of them I mean as a kid I remember watching Gone with the Wind and enjoying it So it's not that it's not the age that that made it for. It's just like I've said, there's certain movies that they're supposed to be good. Some of them are even cult favorites and stuff like that. But I just for some reason, I something about them just kind of puts me to sleep. Blade Runner was one of the original Blade Runner was one of them. Um, It's on my list of shame. Well, not on my list of shame, but just one of those movies that I'm ashamed to say do that to me. It was Zodiac. Um, I'm a Fincher fan, and I, I like I've said before. I'm a Fincher fan. I'm a fan of serial killer movies and stuff like that. I like uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Robert De Niro is in that, but for some reason, to this day, I have not been able to sit and watch Zodiac. Um, what else? There's a few other ones that I, for some reason, I just can't sit through. And the original Blade Runner was one of them. Um. I gotta say though, looking back on it, at the time it was, I don't wanna say revolutionary, but it I could see why people were a big fan of it. Um, the story is not that complex. It it, it is what it is. I'm not. Ex- I'd have to talk to somebody that's a pretty big fan, like a cult classic type fan of the movie, to see what the big deal for them is, because I don't really see it. But I managed to finally sit. And watch it when I was much older. I want to say even like 5-6 years ago. Um, anyway. Segueing into 2049. For the life of me. I cannot figure out. Why this movie is that freaking long. The story is not complex enough. For a 2.5 hour long movie. Or however long this thing is. Um, it doesn't have enough story for that kind of a movie it does it's i don't get it um yeah i don't get i don't i don't get it i i really don't sorry to say but um uh, the one thing that i can say positively is um the visuals oh my god a gorgeous movie to watch i'll give it that like it's pretty decently shot um the visuals are are amazing like it's a beautiful like i could see myself putting this movie on in the background while i'm doing stuff to look up and be like holy shit that's a beautiful shot and then going back to whatever i was doing i could see that but to watch it again for like the content Nah. Right? i I, don't, I wouldn't i'm i'm not going to be watching it again for that reason but visually it's a beautiful beautiful movie um on my the rating system that I've been using, um, a three at least, maybe even a 3.25, three and a quarter, just because I don't regret that I saw it necessarily. It was eh, entertaining enough, I guess but the what definitely puts it in the 3 even 3.25 I'm going to give it a 3.25 cuz what definitely puts it in that range is it's like I said visually a beautiful movie um so yeah not too happy with that one that with that choice but hey eh, I got it off my list um another thing that I watched what is the other one that I watched I just remembered it I should have written it down cuz now I forgot What else did I watch? I'm going to remember watch like at the end of this episode or some shit. What did, what else did I watch for God's sakes? I watched, no, it's not going to come to me right now. When it does, I'll just chime in. They're like, oh, this or that, whatever. Um, What we ended up doing Sunday, I believe. The wifey was out of town. She came home and we were just lounging around. When they got home, they got home Friday, so lounged around Saturday. We were lounging around Sunday, and then we decided to, we were, I mentioned The Purge for some reason. We were talking about something else, and I mentioned The Purge, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to make you sit and finally watch that movie because it's a pretty good movie. Like, they fucked up the sequels, but the the original one was really good. And she's like, yeah, we should do that. Why don't we do that? We were out eating, and we was like, why don't we just go home and do that? And I'm like, yeah, 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 let's do that. Let's do that. So we ended up watching it. It's funny because we ended up watching The Purge. And it was pretty early. It was like maybe noon or 1. I'm like, you want to do the second one? She's like, yeah, let's do it. So we ended up watching the second one. And the same thing happened for the third one and fourth one. And before you knew it, we caught up with the whole series that, that we had a, bin, a Purge binge on Sunday. So I ended up watching, uh, what are they? It's um, The Purge. Um, the purge. Ooh, I forgot the title of the second one. I can't remember. But anyway, I watched the second one and then we watched election year and then we watched the first purge. Um, and now I guess I'm going to have to watch the forever purge since I already made this kind of, a uh, investment. But, um, it, it reaffirmed what I had remembered. I ended up watching... God dang it, it's going to bother me, so I'm going to look it up real quick while I talk. But I watched, like I said, obviously the first one when it kind of came out, and I remember really enjoying it. Like it was At the time, for me, it was um, different enough that I was like, holy shit, this was actually a pretty good movie. Pretty decently shot. The story was pretty good. I don't remember being as annoyed. Oh, it's Anarchy, The Purge Anarchy, and then Election Year, and then The First Purge, and... The Forever Purge is coming out this year. Um, I don't remember being that annoyed with his family, the first one, with the guy's family. But, oh, my God, the wife and the, and the kids are just like, why would you do the dumb shit that you're doing? Um, but it was as good as I remember. It, it, it was good, 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 you know, great concept, pulled off well. And then they just made the sequels and completely ruined them. Like, there was no reason for them to go the route that they did. I, I just didn't like them. Purge Anarchy was just like, me. Election Year was even dumber. And the first Purge was just super stupid. Um, but I'll watch the Forever Purge and see how that goes. As far as a series... As far as a series... Each one is, like I said, progressively worse. If I just judged the first Purge, I would give it a solid like three and a half. Maybe even three and three quarters. 3.75, if you will. Um, Good movie. Like, I really enjoyed it. Um, It could have been a little better written. A little better directed. Stuff like that. But overall, I mean, for what it is especially, great movie. I really enjoyed it. 3.75. I'm comfortable with that. Um, the second one, maybe a 2.75. Like, it, it just was bad. Like, not a good movie. The third one, even less than that. 2.5 maybe. And the first Purge again, the 2. It was bad, but on a different level. Like, a, not different level, but in a different way. So, I'm going to also give it a 2.5. Just because I don't want to keep going lower. Bad, like, there's no reason to watch those movies. They were just bad. So, but overall as a series, again, the second, third, fourth, they're so bad. They get progressively worse, but overall the concept I think is still decent enough to where I'm going to give the overall series probably a 3.5 just because, like I said, the concept alone is really cool. The idea of it is pretty good in my opinion. Um, I think they could have done better more justice to it, in my opinion. But whatevs. We'll see how the Forever Purge ends up being. And for the life of me, I still can't remember what was the other movie that I watched. Oh, I just remembered. Haha. ha, ha. Um, I went back and re not rewatched, watched watched for the first time another one that is supposed to be kind of like, not necessarily a cult classic, but something that a lot of people... A lot of the reviews and stuff that I've read is that The Children of Men... Is one of the best sci-fi movies. Like if you look up lists of the best sci-fi movies, the children of men is pretty high up there. Um I hate to say it, but I disagree. Uh I do have one good thing to say about it, and I'll get to that in a second, but overall, let's just go straight to my rating thing. Um, again, maybe a 3.25. Um I want to give it maybe a 3.5. Like, I know I'm kind of shitting on it already. Like, how are you going to give it a 3.5 if you'd say you didn't like it? The story is... Apparently, it's from a book, if I'm not mistaken. So, probably the book is way better. But the concept, as far as the movie, like, it's... cool I not cool but it like the idea is good but the execution wasn't that great it seems like a low budget film um seems like it was intended to be a little more artsy than I would have liked but it's a decent but just not uh, I don't know there's it's I believe that was Cuaron's first movie or major release movie. Let me look it up. Let me look that up real quick. Cause Children of Men. It is Cuaron, isn't it? Yeah, Alfonso Cuaron. Uh, for those of you that don't know the name off the top of your head, he's the one that did Gravity. He did Children of Men. Um, for those of you that have watched the Spanish speaking movies, he's the one that wrote uh, "Y tu mamá también." Um. He did something else. What did he do? Let's see if I could find it real quick. He apparently did the recent um, witches movie. There was another movie that he did. Didn't he do one of the Harry? No, he did Pan's Labyrinth. Well, he produced that one at least. Um, oh, I could have sworn he did something else that was. Pretty popular, yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he had a hand in uh, one of the Harry Potter movies, didn't he? Because I remember a a friend of mine at the time, she was all excited because she's like, "Oh my God, I can't believe Guadon did a Harry Potter." I'm like, "What?" Yeah, sure. Yeah, there it is. Um, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. It's Pull that up real quick and make sure that I'm not lying to you. Cast. Yeah, director Alfonso Cuaron. So, yeah. He's um he's a more visual, artistic um, director. Not my cup of tea, per se. And Children of Men definitely seems to fall in that realm. Overall, I can see why people like it as much as they do. I didn't. Um, it was a waste of Michael Caine's talents in my opinion but um, the reason that I'll still give it a good score and it's funny um, what's his face Charlie Hunnam is in in that and I remember seeing he's he has got like dreadlocks or something like that and they don't really show him like straight on but I remember watching and I'm like is that fucking Charlie Hunnam and I'm like no that can't be Charlie Hunnam like he probably wasn't in this movie this movie came out like in two thousand. Five or four or whatever it is and uh, well, here it is 2000, 2006 and um, like he probably wasn't really acting at that time but then again I think I looked it up and there's I think he's either in a movie or a commercial when he was a kid um, but yeah I looked it up and it, surely, it sure was him and I'm like oh that's funny but um, anyway the thing that I, I'll give uh, Children of Men like high scores for is <clears throat> It's funny because I remember reading, it was like in the back of my mind, I had read somewhere that there was a movie that was pretty famous for having the longest sequence shot in one take and I was, I I had that like in the back of my mind and I was watching Children of Men and I saw this one and I'm like, Holy shit, this does not look like they edited this, edited this at all. That looks like one. So I looked it up. I'm like, is this the movie? So I'm I'm there watching and I start Googling real quick and I even pause the movie. I'm like, I, I can't, I gotta, do, I can't do this at the same time. I gotta have to pause the movie. So I pause the movie, look it up. And sure enough, this is a movie that, that they were, they were talking about. That thing that was sitting in the back of my head. This movie has, I think to this day stands as like the longest single shot ever. And for that reason, that one scene—holy shit! Like, it's not—it's not the the um—it's not the best acting. It's not the suit like it's not like Oscar-worthy acting or Oscar-worthy directing or anything to that effect necessarily. But I don't know if enough people understand how difficult it is to film that much of a scene in one take like granted they probably did multiple takes to rehearse the shot or saying oh so we got that wrong let's do it again but to get all of it usually what they'll do is they'll try to shoot as much of the scene as possible but like okay that first part we got pretty good but the second part wasn't that great you know do another take and we'll edit that together but this was not this is not edited. They they managed to do all of it. I don't know if they did it in the first take, but it was all done in one shot. That is incredibly hard to do because you have to have everybody's timing has to be damn near perfect, man. I you can't mess up a line. You can't mess up your positioning, your timing and they're they're not just shooting like one that in that one spot they start in one place they move to a different part of the location they move towards a the building they move into the building and this is all done in one take if any one person during that whole thing messes up pretty bad they have to do the whole thing over again so for that reason alone i'll give this movie a better score as far as like i said writing and directing and stuff like that eh a lot of people shit all over gravity they don't they don't like that movie at all um, same director so for those little things i'm going it, to it'll probably it's in the 3 range but just for that one shot i'll probably give it like a 3.5 3.25 probably a 3.25 cuz overall the movie i didn't like it <sighs> Um, I'll put it in a category of like the book of Eli, where the overall concept is decent. It's a dystopian sci fi type feel, but just wasn't quite executed well, in my opinion. But like I said, that one shot is just fucking mind blowing to me. And for that reason, I'll give it a higher score than I probably would have without it. So there's that. And last but not least, because I've been talking for almost like forty-five minutes now or something. Oops, sorry. I hope that wasn't too loud for you guys. Um I'm tired, guys, so if I'm sounding just blah that's why. Um Loki episode three. Um The we and I sadly I had read this exact thing before I saw it. And I try to avoid stuff like that just so it doesn't influence my opinion. But I have to say that I agree this is probably the weakest episode so far. But considering that it's the weakest of three pretty good episodes, that's not really saying a whole lot in the negative sense. It is still pretty damn good. I have a personal, th- I have a theory, spoiler alert for those of you that haven't seen it yet. First of all, what's wrong with you? The ne- the new episode comes out like uh, tomorrow or something. Um, but in case you haven't seen it, pause, go watch it, come back, finish this episode. Got like five more, ten five or ten more minutes. You can do it. Um, I have a theory that. Loki in most of this episode is talking about like, oh you can't enchant me. I'm my I'm too smart, I'm too clever, I'm too blah blah blah. I think he is enchanted. I think she managed to actually enchant him and this is all in his head. Um but we'll have to see. The only other thing I could think of off the top of my head is like I said, for episode one and two, I got movie references that I don't know if they're actual movie references or if I'm just hearing things or in my head playing. But I'm convinced that they were doing a, like a pretty big movie reference in each episode. But for the life of me, I don't remember seeing one in episode three. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it just to look for one. But I don't remember seeing one. Guys, chime in if I'm wrong. Email me or whatever. Um, but I didn't see one. So but the episode itself, pretty decent. It it uh, I hope I'm wrong, but I, it almost feels like a filler episode to me, just like one of those episodes that it gives you enough story to connect the whole thing, but almost seems unnecessary, but still a pretty decent episode. I'm still not a fan of how they're making Loki to be kind of a joke. Um But I don't know. At the end of the day, this all might come to a conclusion where it's like, oh, so they did all of that for this reason. Interesting. I don't know. We'll have to see. But um, I will say it's the weakest of the episodes so far, but it's not that weak. Like, I, I can't think off the top of my head what was the weakest episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier or the weakest episode of WandaVision. But I can. I think I can honestly say that this episode was not as weak as their weakest episode. It's still pretty decent. I have to rewatch it because I think I, I. think maybe I was tired and wasn't paying like a hundred percent attention. So I'll have to go back and rewatch it. And I, again, guys, I'm sorry. I should have watched "Those Who Wish Me Dead" by now and given my review on it. But I just can't seem to. I've watched the other ones. Oh, you know what else I did? Oh, I haven't watched the third one, though. I couldn't, I shouldn't say much. Hopefully, I'll watch the third one, and I'll try to watch Those Who Wish Me Dead so I can finally do that. But I, I started watching um, the last uh, remake of um, Planet of the Apes. Guys, I remember liking the first one, but holy shit, the first one was really fucking good. Like, the, the graphic... It they're dated. They're you can tell that they're not the greatest, but they're still pretty. The graphics are still pretty decent, especially for the time. Holy shit! Like they 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 fucking rock that one. Um, not the biggest fan of uh, James Franco in this kind of a role, but decent. Uh, Mr. Lithgow is in that one as well. John Lithgow is in it, plays the dad. Dude, Andy Serkis better get into the Hall of Fame for all the great work that that guy has given us throughout the years. Him, just as an actor, is beyond decent. I love him as Ulysses Claw in the Marvel movies. Um, Shit, I remember him from back in the day in in 13 going on 30. Um, Funny guy plays all kinds of characters really well. Thanks to him, he gave us Gollum. Um, he gave us Caesar from the Planet of the Ape movies. Like, his work as far as an actor, not just like him on screen, but behind the green screen giving us the character. Oh, dude, that that guy, he better go into the Hall of Fame, bro. He, he's so important to movies, especially in the geek culture. Anywho, um... His performance, just the connection of you know what happened to Caesar and how he came to power. Dude, the first movie is great. Unfortunately, the second one is meh. there. I say this a lot, but absolutely no reason for it to be that long of a movie. Um, it, the the second one is way more. Typical story. Like you see Avatar in any, pretty much any movie where they're talking about invaders or conquerors or whatever that are coming in and taking over land that's not really theirs. Avatar comes to mind. Um, it's it's that typical storyline. So the second one, eh, I'll have to finish and finally watch the third one and see if that one's any better. But overall... I'm enjoying it. The first one, like I said, is fucking phenomenal. So anyway, I'll try to watch the third one. Give a full-on review of the whole that whole series. And then I'll try to watch Those Who Wish Me Dead, finally. And... What else? Oh, F9 is out. Uh, this is how neurotic and fucking dumb I am. I wanted to go watch F9, but... I kind I pretty much said that I, that Black Widow was gonna be my first introduction back to the theaters. So like a dumbass. I'm actually waiting to see Black Widow first before I see F9, but I want to see F9 in the theaters, so I don't know I might break down and just I'm really excited I, I, I think that's the bigger thing. I'm really excited to make Black Widow the first movie that I see back at the theaters and make that the final review I do. Before the break for season two, Um, getting back to the theaters, guys is oh I'm so excited. Black Widow, I've been waiting for that fucking movie for a fucking year. It's gonna be the final review of the last episode of this season. Like it just seems to fit. So I don't want F9 to kind of ruin that, especially because it's fucking Fast and Furious Nine. Like Jesus Christ, how many when are you gonna stop? But that's the thing. Like I was telling Lucinda the other day. Like it's just that for years. Close friends of mine are just like, oh, why do you have to give such fucking shitty reviews, dude? Just fucking watch the movie, enjoy it for what it entertains you. Just shut off your brain. I can't do that with most movies. I'm sitting there analyzing the visuals and the cinematography, the cinematography visuals, the music, the directing, the acting. That's just what I've always done. But for some reason, the Fast and Furious movies, I can shut off my brain and just be like, ooh, explosions. So I'm going to watch it at some point. It's I know it's going to be stupid, but just for some reason, I managed to shut my brain off for those movies and just sit and watch. I mean, for God's sake, this is the way that I explain to people. I'm like, I know they're stupid. I know for a fact they're stupid. We're talking about a group of people that started off as street racers that were hijacking uh, trailers with DVD players and shit to make money. And all of a sudden they're build they're like super spies that are building shit that it goes to space like it makes no fucking sense like they used to be able to do this shit but they were fucking street racing and just robbing trailers like it's f- so fucking stupid but um anywho um I'm going to apologize ahead of time guys I am super tired and it is almost 1 in the morning I don't think I'll be able to edit this and release on time. I'm gonna try. But I'm super tired. So if it's not out on time, I apologize. If it is, oh you're welcome. Um yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode, guys. As always, I truly mean it. Thank you for those of you that listen. For new listeners out there, please go back and listen to the other stuff. Hopefully, you'll enjoy those as well. As always, guys. Be good to each other. Hope you guys have a great week. And we will talk to you next episode. Peace. Thank you guys for taking the time to listen to the podcast. If you have any thoughts, comments, suggestions, or questions, you can reach me at moat9. That's M-O-A-T-N-I-N-E at gmail.com. Um, Also go to Linktree, that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash moat, the number nine, where you can find the links to all my social media accounts, um, Instagram, Twitter, etc., as well as uh, the other podcast platforms like uh, spotify google podcast apple podcast overcast breaker etc whatever um i would greatly appreciate it if you could hit that subscribe button on whichever platform you are listening on and as always thank you for listening please be good to each other love you guys